Aaron, a valuable two points. Did we make hard work of that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, I thought we had our chances in that hockey game. I thought, uh, you know, that 79-62-75 line had multiple chances in the first 40 minutes to score three or four. And, you know, credit to them. They played very well defensively tonight and frustrated our game a little bit. And I think that's that's a worry. You know, when it's one nothing hockey game, things aren't really going your way. You start to try and do too much at times, and that's when, you know, they'll they'll counter and, and tie a hockey game up. But that second goal was big. Greener was outstanding tonight. He didn't really look like anything was going to beat him from the puck drop tonight, which was a, a good thing from our end. And, you know, like you said, those two points are all that matter right now. How nice is it to be on the bench knowing that you've got that kind of goaltending and that stability at the back end? Yeah, he's been awesome. You know what I mean? There's been There hasn't been a night since he's been in there that we've we haven't gotten a good one out of him so it's it's uh it's it's a benefit for our group for sure yeah couple of players missing last night couple of players different so circumstances tonight can you explain that oh we have the extra import um you know and cons was just dealing with a little bit of niggle that he took last night and instead of him trying to play at 75 80 percent you know you play the healthy bodies that you have and um you know we got our two points out of it yeah busy time ahead now the games come thick and fast don't they yeah, midweek again this week. Um, very important hockey game. Coventry's playing good hockey. They always play us well as, you know, two. So we'll have to be ready and, and dialed. Yeah, just talk us through the Challenge Cup, if you can, a second. Obviously, Nottingham going through tonight after beating yep. uh, Manchester. Where do you see the group and where do you think our next opponents will come from? I think it's all going to depend on that Guildford-Coventry series and how that looks. I'm, I'm not even sure, you know, exactly what the tiebreakers look like currently. So we'll, we'll just take whoever we get. Okay, we thank you for that. Thanks. That's Steelers head coach Aaron Fox. And we are on the Steelers bench. Did he smile? No, he didn't smile enough. Oh, Aaron's daughter was behind him, just trying to get him to smile tonight on the, on the video. But uh, smile when I get home. Smile when you get home. <laughs> and Jonathan Fernley, Dave Burnham's just been doing the interviews uh, with us as well, which you'll uh, see on Steelers TV. Um, I asked Aaron just like... You know, did we make hard work of that? I think we actually did, didn't we? It could have been a very different game. If either of those shots from Latal had gone in in the second period that hit the same bit of the same post twice in a couple of shifts, the game could have been broken wide open. But because it wasn't, you were then sort of thinking, is this the Manchester game where the Steelers are going to score three and three shifts and turn the game decisively? Or is this the Dundee game where we've let a team hang around and when they got that power play right at the end of the second period and they've got two minutes of power play on fresh ice thinking if this goes to 1-1 the Steelers could easily lose this game 2-1 but once it was 2-0 the Steelers just settled back and just played into okay we're going to win this game 2-0 mode they didn't take any chances they got five back in the zone and five didn't really get any quality scoring chances once the game was 2-0 and I think they just waited for the empty net goal which, which came right at the end so once it was 2-0 I never thought we'd lose it but whatever it was 1 you know, the Steelers haven't closed out games, uh, that sort of game. Well, they struggled at times last year in those low-scoring games. And uh, I'd say they made hard work of it, but it could easily have been different. You did the interview with Todd Dutian for the Elite League uh, media. What, did, what was his view? It, not, not too downhearted and dispirited by it, because, I mean, their season isn't really defined by how they get on on the road in Sheffield, although they've had, you know, shut-out victories here. He thinks they're trending in the right direction. You know, the, the special teams... They've scored one goal in two games, haven't they, this weekend? I saw them score six in Manchester and they looked dangerous every time they went forward. You know, different buildings, different oppositions, but 
Um, they, they've got goal scorers in their, their team. They're still looking for reinforcements, extra players who can come in and provide that extra little bit of depth. Um, you know, he, he has made changes already this year. Mm. Claus has come in and then gone out. Chris Gary's arrived. So, you know, they're, they're not settling for what they have. But uh, I've got an outstanding net mining again. How many times has that bloke won a man of the match award here? Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, his numbers don't reflect how well he's playing this season, particularly in league play. But again, he, you know, he threw what, 37 shots in his direction and he saved uh, 35 of them and that's you know, fairly typical didn't for Shane. Didn't work out for him in Belfast. Let's have a walk. Didn't work out for him in Belfast, didn't it? But, which is a surprise because you think to yourself, wow, this is a, he's a, he's a proper goalie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's strange that sometimes players just don't fit in certain players and certain teams. It just doesn't work, quite work out. It didn't feel like a bad signing at the time, but... Uh, you know the number of times he's come up against us for five, and you know in the elite series as well. He just we always seem to bomb forty shots on him, and he always seems to save most of them. Okay, let's take a wander down the corridor. Oscar Ostlin and Brandon Connolly are having a chat just down there. I think they've eaten. We'll see if we can catch perhaps cons in a moment as we uh, walk down. Sponsors Lounge busy tonight. Uh, go past the stick rack, ever expensive stick rack that we uh, find there. Let's see what's in the. Uh, I think yet again, oh, there's a few players that are undressed and waiting. So, Oscar Dowd's here. I can't wait for the day we actually interview Oscar. Grammar's in there, Martin Lattle's in there. We'll uh, take a, they're just having some physio. We'll grab Martin in a bit. We'll take the ball off Oscar. Please for Martin, so we hit the post twice. We know how, you know, the, the shoulders slump and it's, it's sad Martin Lattle is. You know, it's, uh, it's not nice to see. So I was pleased that he got a goal right at the end that, he, uh, that his performance really deserved. He didn't have a lot of luck in front of net tonight. Daddy is on Daddy Daycare Centre duty at the moment. Um, Oscar's just walked in. Oscar, quick word. How's things, how are things going? I'm fed up with seeing that face. You used to smile. I want to see you smile again. When's that day going to come? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I uh, hope soon. Yeah. Are you on the ice training yeah. with the guys? And yeah. Is he feeling a little bit better with the signs there? Uh, Some days. I would say it's getting, of course it's getting better, I would say, but yeah, we need the, um, you need to ask uh, the physio, a, a doctor or physio before. Okay, like, well, I, I don't know. We, hopefully it's getting better. I'm practicing. So good man, good man. Better. Good to hear, good to hear. Martin Lattle. Jonathan's just said he was so glad that you scored after hitting the same post in the same place twice. With the same backhand shot. Yeah. Be honest, it's getting, I'm getting a little frustrated with, uh, with the chances I have and my line have. I feel like the line with Danny and Robert, like we play pretty well. We basically don't let them out of the zone. But the pucks for us don't go in yet as we wanted to, but... It will oh. come, though, won't it? Because it, the chances are flaming, aren't they? Yeah, hopefully we break it through and uh, help the team way more. Yeah. But it's frustrating. If, uh. You've reached 10 goals this season now. Have you got a target for a number you'd like to get to by the end? Uh, same as the last year. Like, I'd be fine with that. But to uh, be honest, it's, may, may, it's maybe my last year. You never know. So I want to just... Chase the trophies. The goals don't really matter. You never know when you're done. So, yeah. That's yeah. The photograph of the medals and the trophies. Those are the ones you keep, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, you yeah. want it bad. You wanna. If if you quit or if you end up, you just want to end up as a champion. It's yeah. a good feeling. 
It is. Well, we thank you. Good job tonight. And we'll, um, we'll see if we can yank out of the dressing room. We'll see if we can yank out of the dressing room, Brandon Whistle. Brandon, we can see if we can yank out of the dressing room. Just to just... Oh, you can't, you're live on the webcast. It's just like just here. It's just, it's like two minutes, two minutes. We can get Jonesy as well. Yeah, don't worry, Jonesy can come in uh, as well. Congratulations, valuable two points. Yeah, it was good. It's, uh, I don't know, need, need to win those games. I mean, it's hard one nothing going into the third there, but it was a good, good pull through by the guys. And your line as well, playing as well as ever. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, been on a bit of a hot streak recently, but uh, yeah, just trying to keep it going. Crucial penalty kill tonight, start of the third period. How different is it to go into a period knowing you're going to be shorthanded and having time to think about it? I don't think it's that different. I mean, regardless of when the penalty is, you're trying to do the exact same thing in the exact same system. So, uh, I mean, obviously if they score on that one, it's a, some bad luck to start with, but it's not too bad. Uh, and a nice bounce back as well, because penalty killing kind of got away from us a little bit in Manchester last night. Yeah, I mean, that game was... I don't know, it was a bit of a throwaway game. Um, also, penalty kill's a lot different in that rink. It's so small, you can kind of shoot from anywhere, and you don't clear the rebound, it's a lot different. It was weird from drop of the puck, wasn't it? It was just a game you wanted to get finished, get out, and get on. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a pointless game, but like, regardless if it was a pointless game or not, you're still trying to win the game. But uh, it just definitely had a different like attitude to it. Sam, stop pretending you can't see me. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon can disappear and... Uh, and Sam will come in, or kill us, Sam, as he was last night. But uh, congratulations. Always good to beat your old teammates, I guess. Yeah, it was good. It was a good defensive performance. I think that there was, uh, it was a weird game. It was a bit of a weird energy. But I think that, I mean, when you're not feeling your best, I think you find a way to win. And I think that's what we did tonight. Never mind the game. We've had a good Eddie for the first time in weeks. You were uh, part of the Eddie and uh, nice, nice pass uh, down the line for a try. Me and, uh, me and Wiss had a good one last week, actually. I don't you think did, you did. That. Yeah, and then we yeah. had a corner kick. I think our first two or three weeks was pretty lackadaisical. Yeah, and, then, uh, and then we've been getting a, Guys have had more time to brew some ideas up. And well, I think Brand, that, Brandon almost got his papers, didn't he, after Brandon and Nelly's. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> he was almost on a plane back yeah. home after that yeah. one. He had to come back strong, didn't he? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's just like one of those things that's a little bit like uncomfortable at start. You're put, oh, you're out of your comfort zone. I think when guys see, you know, people getting really creative with it, I think it makes you, it, you get used to it after a while. It was good with the Scottish rugby team being here as well, wasn't it, that they, that they did that as well? Today. I think that probably inspired it because yeah. I don't think Greener's a planner and I think he probably just came up with that last minute. So, no, it was good. One heck of a goal it's tough playing, uh, playing behind you, though. Yeah, it's, you know that he's going to make all the saves that he needs to. It's nice, like, you can... It's just easy to read off of him. You know that he's going to make those outside saves. You know as long as you, you know, cover up the, tr the shrapnel out front and you take sticks and that, you know that he's going to be, um, you know he's got all those shots that he should have. So, you know, he's been phenomenal. Like, you don't get five shutouts in the first two or three months of the year without being a phenomenal goalie. So we're, our D-men are feeling good playing in front of him and uh, he's obviously feeling good back then. I only see him once, twice a week. You're obviously around him all the time. Politely saying, he's almost like near normal as well, isn't he? Because sometimes the goalies are a little different, or I think he comes across as a regular <laughs> bloke. Is he a little different? Uh, I'm starting to see more and more little flags of a goalie every single day, but um, he definitely plays it off as, as being one of the more normal goalies I've ever met. But 
I feel like the thing is with goalies is sometimes they can hide it for the first two two months of the year and then it really starts just coming out. But uh, but no, he's pretty. He's normal. I think uh, he's a good guy in the room and everyone loves him. So no, he's he's good to have around. Okay, perfect. Top job. Go and finish off, and uh, we'll head back and see if uh, Pete Spencer will do. I have to say, I mean, the biggest difference of all is that when he's beaten by a shot. You're surprised. Where with all due respect to some great guys, great characters we've had in the last two or three years, you weren't necessarily surprised. But with him, just the difference. It makes me feel like Jody's back or, you know, some of the other great goalies we've had over the years. And he's done a terrific job. Yeah, the numbers are, are exceptional. There's still plenty of the season to go and, you know, plenty of big games still to be played. But we said at the start of the season in our season preview podcast, I thought, I think he might be better than Ursuline, just based on the pedigree he was was bringing across. I didn't think this was was part of his future. These uh, these sort of performances, but in terms of what we said on last week's podcast after the, the Nottingham victory, I thought he was just a little untidy. Absolutely none of that tonight. Yeah. Everything was. He had the night off last night as well. Yeah, and I th- that may have helped. Um, it's a, you know, a good game to not be a part of, to be honest. Yeah. You know, a good game to uh, you know to watch from the bench rather than be on the ice for because. It was chaotic and the Steelers didn't really want to be playing in it because they'd done all the hard work earlier in the group stage. So I feel a little sorry for Oscar because he's, you know, he came with the, you know, the yeah. bad resume, unfortunately, of unfortunate things that had happened. And then this freak, freak, you know, he's, he's doing star jumps and ends up catching his finger in his trousers and breaking his hand. And he, he, I feel for him and he must see as well Greenfield doing so well and think, what have I got to do to catch a break? Yeah, because you were sort of thinking, well, the remaining Challenge Cup group game will be the ones he gets into. But, of course, he had a setback in his injury. And, you know, we, we still don't have a number on how many more days or weeks it might be. Well, when we just spoke to him there, he didn't exactly look confident, did he? No, but then you look at the fixtures coming up thinking, well, Wednesday will be too soon. And Glasgow on Saturday, I, maybe if he was back, you might consider, you know, Glasgow, bottom of the table. But then it's Belfast and then Belfast. And then it's Nottingham again. Then it's Cardiff again. Then we're on the road for five straight games. It's difficult to see where the easy game to slot Ursuline yeah. back in is going to be. So, you know, his only chance of ice time might be, um, you know, a long way away. Because you think, you know, well, if we just get, you know, 5-1 five, five, up or something, we'll throw him in for the last period. Well, he's not going to be on the bench. We've got too many non, mm. non-homegrown players for that. So <laughs> it might be a while. OK. OK, we've worked our way back into the... Uh... Media room, no Pete Spencer. Kieran, what's been said on social media? Uh, generally all positive, uh, no no negatives I can see. Enjoying the eddies, got to say the eddies are getting The eddies are back, aren't they? The yeah. eddies are back. Yeah, we've, we've, we've just been. Uh, I think there have been a few comments on your blanket video before the, uh, before the I'm game. I'm 57, Kieran, yeah, I need warmth. Need, need warmth, but no, other than that, all good. Another, uh, another good performance. Courtney, who, by the way, is going on a day trip with the Sheffield Steelers on Friday. We can't tell you where. Because she's going to make a video about it. You were just looking at the Eddie. The Eddie was, was good just, tonight, wasn't it? Yes, very good. Yeah, I was really. Will, will there be a TikTok on the Eddie? There will be. I'm getting it up now. She's getting it up now on the Eddie. Oh my God, we're waiting for Pete. Where's Pete? We've even got to speak to Dean. That's how bad it's got tonight. Tell me you got something in focus and you've got a couple of great pictures. Just on the Pete thing, I'm pretty sure I heard him say he's interviewing Jonathan Phillips. Now, we know Jonathan can talk. We know Pete can talk. It could be tomorrow, David. He might not be going home till Wednesday. This is true. This is true. I'm looking at your laptop. I've done that a few times. Um... (laughs) And there's a great photo there of... I haven't got my glasses on. Is it Dowdy? It's Dowdy and uh, 
Oh, Greenfield, Greenfield yeah. discussing yeah. discussing the Eddie, which was a good Eddie. It was a great Eddie. Did they yeah. tell you what they were going to do, or um, did you have to... I popped my head round and said to Dowdy, what's happening? And he just said, rugby. I got one word, so that was just enough in time for me to get where I needed to be. And is there a string of photographs we'll be making live tonight of the Eddie? Yes. Excellent stuff. And a few words. OK, let's uh, just finish off. Coventry on Wednesday. Huge game, that, isn't it? Because Coventry are in a good run of form, and they're playing well, and they're not quite in a top couple or two, but... When it when the when the dancing sorry when the music stops, I don't think they'll be still having a seat uh, come March. Is this Pete? It is Pete. But 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 you've got to win those games against Coventry. It's not often we. Um, it doesn't feel like it's often that we turn up and just blow Coventry away. They normally have net minding that's too good and too many other offensive players that can hurt you. So um, not a game I'm particularly looking forward to. In honest, because. I think it'll be a difficult one. You'd still expect the Steelers to win it, but I don't think we'll have it all our own way. Yeah, despite what you might think at home, Peter's got friends. He's bought a friend today. Um, <laughs> who you been speaking to, what they say, what do you think? Nicholas Neverlining. So it was, um, yeah, we're having a chat in the press room beforehand and uh, Jonathan threw a, an interesting plus-minus stat at me. Of he's, he's plus 15 with uh, Pet Grave, so that's um, amongst the, the top four Plus minus for defencemen in the in the league. So um, and they've been paired with each other for a while now. Those two, haven't they? Yeah, and Nicholas was saying that the understanding that they've got now from whatever it is, twenty games or so, is 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 brilliant. And he says, yes, I have to drop a bit more. <laughs> you think? Then 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 maybe he has in the past. But I think it's a good relationship between him and Petgrave, and it's clearly working. I mean, he, he Petgrave could have had a hat trick in that in that third period. I thought he could have a hat trick most nights, couldn't he? Yeah. I mean, like, he, he just finds himself in those positions and then you go, oh, my God, get back, and I, I, never I, Lyman's there. I want him to because I've got my hat-tricks by Steelers defenceman stat ready to go and I'm not oh. going to share it until he gets Ooh, one. Okay. Oh, OK. There's a, there's a tease for you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Neverland's been playing really well, been pr- playing really well for a while, so tonight was an opportunity to chat to him. I'd had a chat with Greenfield about shutouts fairly recently, but Neville and said, you know, it's a, a stat for the defenceman as well. So, you know, it's it's good that he's got his fifth shutout, second against Fife. I don't think Fife ever looked like they were going to trouble us tonight, but it was just about Sheffield doing the business at the other end in terms of the scoring. And, you you know, Latau hits the pipes twice in the second period. And, you know, do you really want to see through a 1-0 after... Yeah. We spoke with Martin. Did you catch that little thing that Martin says? I don't know if it is my last year. I might retire. So we was. It's the first time Martin's mentioned uh, that in any kind of conversation. So uh, just glad Westers hasn't got that one because <laughs> back page spread tomorrow. But um, well, do you think he listens to this? <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, just go back to Neville Island. Um He's the, the least flashy of that pairing. So the headlines are normally going to go to Petgrave, but it's one of the reasons I suggested him because. He's such an unselfish player. Yeah. 2-1-0 last week against Nottingham. He could shoot. No, Petgrave's in a better place. And again, tonight, I could shoot. No, Petgrave's in a better place. He's making the unselfish plays, but they're good plays as well. If he gets that pass wrong to Petgrave, there's a 2-1-0 going the other way in a 1-0 game. But he gets it perfect for the one-timer, and it's 2-0 and game over. Nice bloke, he, nice bloke as well, isn't Yeah, he? and a really good talker. And Aaron was saying, I, d- I didn't even have to ask him the question, and he said it was a good night for some of the under, you know, the, the guys that don't normally get the headlines tonight, and he mentioned Neville Island was one of them. So, 
um, yeah, clearly he's impressing the head coach just by quietly going about his business as well. Coventry, what do you reckon? It's, I overheard oh, don't Jonathan, give me that face, Pete. Don't over, give me that face. I overheard what Jonathan was said, and I, I don't like harping back to pre-season, but when, when you and me were... Still, oh, what a horrible <laughs> sat night. At, yeah. Sat at, that, at the, you know, the Sky Dome and that god-awful 4-2 loss. Great pizza. Yeah, great, great pizza. pizza yeah, yeah. But uh, not a lot else great about that game. But They um, worry me, because I actually think the best team I've seen this year... Guildford, is it? Coventry 2-0 up against Glasgow. Um, the best team I've seen this year have been Coventry. Yeah. I think Coventry played really well here and were unlucky not to, you know, beat us. And then that horrible night. And they are a team that can cause you problems, aren't they? Yeah, because they've got a good netminder and they've got plenty of quality forwards. Uh, they've got players that can hurt you in different ways. They've got skill and they've got a little bit of speed and they've got some snipers. They can score goals from defence. They've got forward. They're just a good, a good team. Whether they're a great team or not, uh, we'll find more as the season goes on. Yeah. Belfast looked like a great team, mm-hmm. given their scoreline tonight. Is it um, still 9-2? It, it finished 9-3. It doesn't matter at 9-1, it's all over, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, It'd be interesting to see when. I'm not sure when Belfast come here, but that'll be definitely the, the test, isn't it? So In a fortnight. So, yeah, it's a double header at home, isn't it? It's yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so you've got to hit the ground running for, for that. But going back to Coventry, as you said, you know they can... Hit you in lots of different ways, and Aaron said, "In when I asked him about it, you know, what do you think about Wednesday?" And he said, "They they're always a good team, and they always match up well against us." So, and what they did in the summer as well, they <laughs> they changed the, if you like, they they have their budget, and they took a big chunk of it out with Ferreira, and they went, "Ferreira's not doing it for us. We're going to invest that money in say two or three different other players and raise the quality a little bit." And everybody had a bit of a knock at Danny when he let Luke go. But the players he's brought in have, have delivered, haven't they? Yeah, Yellowhorn stands out as one in particular that he went in and nicked off uh, Glasgow. Um, I bet Yellowhorn's happy about that, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. I took the words right out of my mouth there. Mm. But yeah, he's done the business for them. And like you said, they always have good net minding and they always have, you know, Forbes has been consistent for them for a while now. And yeah, they've just got, they just seem to work, don't they? Mm. The guys down there just seem to play for each other and they just seem to work. Anything else to add? Not really. <laughs> I, think we're, uh, I think we're all done. I'm telling you, in the next week or so, I think coaching changes are happening. Not, right. not just here, but overseas, which might affect here. Just throwing it out there. And um, wouldn't surprise me when we play Glasgow, not next, not next week, but the week after, I reckon there could be one, if not two, coaching changes. There'll probably be none. But I, I definitely think there's two clubs at the moment who have got their finger poised on a, on a, on a little trigger. As long as it's not us, I'm a, I don't No, mind. no, I don't think it's us. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd put this on our it's podcast not, if it was us. <laughs> it's, not, it's not April yet, Jonathan. <laughs> no, no, that's right. But, it's, um, but I think there's a couple of teams that aren't, aren't performing anywhere near where their expectation levels are. Yeah. And there's a, there's a couple in Europe which have some British connections as yeah. well. Yeah, so leave the, leave the listeners to join the dots there. But I, yeah. No, they will, and they'll come yeah. up with like <laughs> something ridiculous, <laughs> won't they? Yeah, they, they will do. Okay, um, we're all good. I was just going to say, well, um, Jordan McLaughlin last night, nice mm-hmm. for him to get some, some ice time. I know yeah. it was in a, in a 6 4 loss, but I think um, Neville Island was just saying, we're just pleased to get out of that game without. You know, too many injuries and, and just... I think from eight seconds, we were like, let's the, get done, get home. That was the type of game it was always going to be there. And, you know, they obviously they've taken it to um, to the final game of the of the group game against Nottingham tonight and uh, and they won't be in the next round. So it's, uh, 
yeah, I think it was Last night you'd have thought they'd won the Stanley Cup in a complete wow. dead rubber. <laughs> dead rubber for them, dead rubber for us. And then when it means something, they come up short. Yeah, and yeah, maybe that's just the Manchester way. But great for Jordan to get some ice time. Probably not the best seeing getting some ice time in that rink necessarily because everything's a shot in that rink. But yeah, nice for him to get some time. Nice for Matt Greenfield to get a rest as well. Um, but Especially with a Sunday, Wednesday coming. Yes, exactly. And from the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like Oscar Usland is... Anywhere no, near. We, we just spoke to him and he got a face like a slapped ass. He had, he, you know, it was like, he didn't look. He says, "Oh, it's getting better," but you know, well, that no real, no real confidence. No. Really. Well, Aaron said he had a setback a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's wearing a bit of protection over it. So it's yeah, it's just one of them. It's frustrating the fact that he only played three games last year, and he, you can tell when we spoke pre-season, he was just itching to get going again. Some, and, sometimes guys are just unlucky, aren't they? Yeah, and, and like he's he's an unlucky lad at the moment. Yeah, and he is. But <laughs> the the flip side of that is Green is playing great. Yeah. So. In the last 60 seconds, you and I said something which triggered Jonathan off to go for his phone and look for a stat. <laughs> I've just seen him scrolling through. What, what have you found? It's Greenfield's first game in his new pads tonight, oh, right. which, which one looked good. I don't good. think you can use that as a stat, <laughs> Jonathan. Two, two, two worked really well. Uh, he's now got uh, five shutouts on the season, um, and he's the first Steelers goalie since Marty McKay to get two shutouts against the Flyers. There you go. And I think we'll leave you with that from Pete, from Jonathan, from Dean, from Courtney, from Kieran, and from your friend. Who's your friend, Pete? So Jed's um, Jed. shadowing me. Hi, Jed. He was with the um, the Shefford Hallam cohort that came uh, with Seth Bennett a couple right. of weeks ago, and said that he wanted to find out more about how it worked and shadow me for a day. So how's it gone, Jed? Yeah, not too bad. Been very kind. Been very informative. Yeah, it's what been kind of journalism do you want to do? The Pete stuff on the audio and the radio, or the Wester stuff causing trouble on the papers? <laughs> oh, definitely. If there's any jobs in local radio anymore, I'm sure I'll try and snipe them. But uh, no, I don't think uh, journalism is a journalism. Definitely the sport that I want to go down. Okay. Well, we we do wish you all well. And uh, until are we going to do one on Wednesday night, please? No, John. No, I think no, no, no. no, no, no. For school in the morning. Got to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, right, Kieran, is the hatch report up yet? Last paragraph. There you go. Sorry for the delay, folks. We'll see you. That's a no, then. Yeah, that's right. We'll speak to you on Wednesday, folks.